all of us all of us as writers have weird ass fucking search histories plus i've actually typed into the search bar repeatedly i'm sorry mr government agent i promise i'm just writing a novel so <laughs> oh my god <laughs> ravage if you're gonna cough ravage oh. if you're gonna cough mute yourself please, please do please please mute yourself thank you Oh, it's the time? It's time. Three, two, five. You push the button? Yes, go! All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Hola, and bienvenidos al Good HAE Podcast, donde no puedo hablar español. It was a good attempt. Lo siento mucho, poor priest. This week, we have our normal podcast members that are joining us. We have Anon Pencil. No me digas! We have Enigmatic Otaku. Obagado. Cinco, 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 cinco. Obagados. We have Milk. I don't speak Spanish, so just pretend this is in Spanish. <laughs> and Ravage. No hablo espanol. Inglés, por favor. So, this week we have a very special guest that's along with us. Um, we would love to say that they are a shining rainbow of a person, but instead they are a bit monochromatic. Oh we have monochromatic. Um, America, muy bonito. Yay! Okay. <laughs> did she, Hi, did everyone! She, did she just say that she wants America with a burrito? Oh my god! You are Mexican! No, but you... That could be. <laughs> <laughs> also, if she's from Mexico, why would she want our burritos? Truth. That is true. That is true. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, welcome everyone who's tuning in for the first time, whether it be on YouTube or on Twitch or on Ponyville Live. Uh, we are an entirely user-submitted podcast where we take the suggestions for guests that you guys send to us, and we ask the questions that you guys request. Um, you can do, uh, you can submit questions at any time, either on Twitch stream live or on the good HIE list on Fim Fiction. Um, of course, every single podcast just like every other week we have a drinking word and this week's word is raritoi um pencil am i missing anything um so our guest this week is you know a wonderful person and we're gonna try not to be the worst examples of ourselves so um <laughs> we'll probably fail and uh, drink up. Oh, yes. And uh, chat people, feel free to ask questions in the chat. I'll do my best to relay those questions if they are decent questions. If you are just asking about stupid shit or asking about, you know, how deep your vagina is or something, I'm probably not going to add that question, just so you know. Anyway, there you go. So, needless to say, let's jump straight in. We've got all sorts of questions, but let's start with some typical interview questions because we're, we're an interview podcast. Mm -hmm. Do that thing. <laughs> Um, so question number one, I'm going to tee up the really hard one first. Monochromatic, who are you and what have you done for the fandom? Uh, well, um, my name is Monochromatic, as it's been said already. Uh, I, uh, well, sorry, I'm nervous. Okay. I live in Mexico, uh, but I've been writing for about, uh, since I was 13. I'm currently 23. But I don't think I really started to write until this fandom because, you know, here I've got actual, like, it, it isn't a hug buck. So I got a lot of critique and everything. And what have I done for the fandom? 
I've basically flooded it with Raritoi. Well, not flooded it. I wish I had flooded it with Raritoi. Drink but at least I'm... Oh, wait, you're all drinking. Uh, yeah, that's two drinks. It's great. I'm having a great time. Go off, please. I'm back. <laughs> uh, I flooded the fandom with uh, main six unicorns uh, being cute and adorable. And that's basically my huge uh, thing. But it's okay. I really like it. It's You know, I, I think I... I'm okay at it. Yeah, I think a whopping number of people do as well. They all they all think you're a really great writer. <laughs> so while all, all by but uh, let's jump to the next question. Um, what's your favorite part of the fandom? The online community, the stories, the creativity, the conventions, music. There's a lot of stuff here in the community. What's your favorite? Well, I think everything is. I've never been to a convention, but I'm gonna be to. I'm gonna go to BabsCon in April. So really, oh really? Yes, that's my first con. I'm very excited. I'm going with a a few of my friends. Uh, but I think what I like most, well, like every fandom, it has you know good and bad parts. But mm -hmm. I really like you know the community. And, and I especially really like a well the writing community in the sense that you know they do offer critique and try to like help you improve. Yeah. And uh, and the music is amazing. Like, oh my god. I th I actually started um in the fandom because of the music. It was the music that made me want to sort of watch the show a bit. But and I, I know there's a lot of really great things and I think the creativity is amazing, uh, especially, you know, from the musicians, from the writers. And then the animations like uh there was one recently by Duo Cartoonist, uh The Moonrise Oh, yeah, that was a really oh. big one. Well, awesome. It's staggering how much, you know, how much effort people put into this. And it's like really, it's really encouraging to be, to do the same. So I don't know. I just, I, it's a really fun fandom, I think. And I, I love everything about it. Sweet. Um, now, the next question, uh, if there's one thing you could say to your followers or to your fans, um, the people who adore you, the people who live for your stories and also can't wait to put in the story that, oh, this isn't authentic. This isn't how Twilight would act. What do you have to say? Uh, thank you so much for reading me. And obviously your shipping tastes are perfect. <laughs> <That's basically laughs> well, perfect. Um, Let's jump into some of the user submitted questions. The first set of questions come from Famous Last Words. Uh, oh boy. Okay, so let's start. <laughs> let's start with Famous Last Words. Uh, his first question is: How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck saw a feminist video online? <laughs> uh, uh, I a lot of wood. He could chuck, I think. Depends on how angry the video makes him. So maybe Dang. a forest. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Um, the next question is, um, should I sing this? Well, is it? Yes. Go ahead and sing it, Bruce. Say it ain't so. Will you not go? Turn the lights off and carry me home. Yeah, that's, that's the, question. the question. Yeah, that's yes. the question. 
Well, I'll carry you anywhere. I mean, I'm not very good and I'm not very strong, but I will carry you. Oh. Wow. Oh, it's so nice. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> the third question is I, I mean, I'll throw you down later, but no, I can't. I can't do that. I throw you down, but then I pick you up again. I, no, I can't. Oh. You're never going to let me down. Ah! Third question is, what's the most important step in coming up with a creative story idea and executing it? Mm, I think uh, you have to really love the idea. I mean, it sounds silly, but uh, I have a, one of my longer fix called the Enchanted Library has really taught me that above all, when you're writing, you have, you have to really love what you're doing. And I think what's important is that uh, to write a, you know, a story that obviously, well, from a writing point of view, you, obviously you want to be keep everything in character. And you want to have like, have the same, you know, something that feels like the show, but brings a new element, which I'm guessing is pretty obvious and everyone knows this. But most of all, I think if you really love an idea and, um, and it's really something that inspires you, then, you know, that's the key to a good story. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And I think a lot of people are going to appreciate that. Uh, I definitely agree that you need to really enjoy what you do um, in order to not burn out. And I, I think especially, I mean, uh, if you, if you, because it's easy to get discouraged, especially, you know, with writing, it's, uh, and especially because, you know, there's so many talented writers here. It's easy. It's hard sometimes not to compare yourself, but uh, as corny as it sounds, I think everyone has something new to bring. Even if it's like, yes, everyone's written Twilight angsting over, oh God, I'm immortal and everyone's going to die. But still, everything, uh, everyone sees it from a different point of view. So basically your own creative input is like in itself a good story. Unless, you know, you're aiming to write a bad story, which I guess would also make it a good story but yeah yeah like troll story you know you aim a to troll story bad. i mean there are very good troll stories you ought to send me some sometime <laughs> wow Thank no you. i'm joking i'm joking pencil that's you're really the that's best fine. troll no fine. you're the best that's troll fine. that's fine that's fine I, okay fine we'll talk about it later, we'll talk about it later. oh oh okay we'll we'll go to questions now from tired twilight 289. Um, <clears throat> his first question is, who is best princess? Hmm, I don't think we caught that. Uh, is it oh, I think we're having some internet issues. Yeah, there you're cutting in that a little bit. Are you still there? Wait, can you hear me? Now we yes, can we can hear you. hear you now. There we go. Definitely. Definitely. What? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay, no. I just I would say Twilight, but that's too obvious of me. So you oh. know. Okay. No, that makes sense. 
So clearly, best princess is Princess Cadence, then. Don't start, Priest. <laughs> clearly, Cadence is the best. No, no! No! We are best friends! Mono, <laughs> Mono, sh Mono, show me your evidence. Uh, uh, I, I don't need to show evidence. Because you have done. Magic ain't gotta explain shit. <laughs> oh, oh no. no, but it's best princess. There. Yeah, I said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go to the next question. Um, <laughs> why did you decide to write Raritwai out of all the other ships available? Ha! Uh, that's a difficult question. Well, originally I was uh, very much into Raradak. Uh before I decided to write. And I think the reason I started uh, liking it is because of, well, um, the song at the end of the first Crystal Empire episode just like opened my eyes to this new reality. But I, I think because they have a very interesting dynamic since uh, Rarity is sort of from the same, like even if she's not really from the same social background as, as Twilight, she can't keep up with her. And like one thing I really love about Rare Twy fanfics is like the banter between them. And, and a fic in particular called uh, The Shadow of a Doubt by Arden's Facts. I think that's how you say that. Which is based, which is like, uh, it's so good. It's really amazing. It like, it sells the ship. And, and I think also in, in the show they have uh, all of their interactions are always really fun, even though they have very little interactions, really one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. It, it's, I, I think Raritwai is mostly a ship that you need to read to get it, because a lot of people I know don't really see the point, but then they read fix and they're like, ah, I see it now. So it's a bit hard to explain, I think. But that's most pretty, of all, I think it's the banter. I think that's really fair. Um, I... Definitely, there's some things you just got to see in action to believe. Um, but yeah, I know, but I think... picturing is Rarity going, Oh, you're from Canderlot? Wait, oh. sorry. No, but I think uh, from what, I, what I've... Um, from what I've seen and... Uh, it's just... There could be... So maybe we're... she doesn't know we're losing me. Can you hear bit, me? Yeah. We can hear you oh right now. Oh my gosh. Yes, okay. we can hear you right now. There we go. But basically, like, uh, so I was talking this with a sign wolf. I don't know yeah. if... Well, yeah. I was talking no, about this with him. Mm. And I was telling you, the thing is, you know, Twilight knows a lot about everything. And Rarity knows... Uh, I Well, I think because of her background... And well, well, not her background, but her interest in in the elite sort of thing. She knows a lot of she knows a lot about the same topic, so she could like hold the steady conversation with Twi with a quick paced conversation with Twilight, which is what to me appeals, if that makes sense. Right, they're kind of on the same level with their canterlottiness. They both watch TMZ together. <laughs> but yeah. Well, there. I think that will satiate those who uh, are are anti twi uh, rare twi. So right. let's move to the next question from Professor Plum. 
he leaves uh, this comment, because I'm a shitlord, you have to tell them about how you died. Ah! What is okay. this? Basically, um, I drowned in August of the last year. Oh. Like, I, I was, like, clinically dead for, like, three minutes. Uh, it's a long oh. story, but basically what happens is that, uh, uh, uh I live a I live next to a, ri a river in Mexico, yeah. and it's a very small river. And the thing is, the house where I live in, it's a very old house. So um, there's a, like there was a little wall separating the river from our house. And on August 9th, and, and I know I remember the date exactly, and I even remember the hour. There was a massive storm in Mexico City, like half the city flooded like really badly. And what happened is that this river overflowed and it actually, you know, uh, tore the wall down. So all of the river started flow, so you know, started pouring into the house. Oh my and, God. Uh, you know, so it went into the basement first. And, and like all of the basement was flooded until, you know, until the up, up all the way up to the roof. Mm -hmm. And then it started flooding the first floor, which is the street floor. And the thing is, I have two cats. And I really love my cats. So, yeah. well, and also I should mention that everything I'm uh, telling is something that was told to me because I completely deleted the entire night from my memory. So, like, uh, if you go on my computer, all of my conversations on Skype stop at 10.59 p.m., and what happened is that uh, the first floor started flooding. So it was like, let's say it was up to my, to my ankles, right? So I was with my dad, my brother, my 80-year-old grandmother, and me. And I told my dad that I needed to go find my cats. Because, you know, in the, such a disaster, obviously what matters is your cats. Hey, so no what happened? judgment here. I agree. I no judgment here. No, yeah. I know. Like, a lot of people have, you know, have said it was dumb of me, but... I honestly do not regret it. And so what happened is that, um, uh, okay, so imagine, you know, there's a lobby, right? And there's a, the door to the street. So my, my brother and my dad were on this side, and I went uh, to the kitchen, and the kitchen itself is connected to the dining room. And the dining room is connected to the garden where the river was coming in. And, you know, you know, you could hear the window smashing. It was like, just like, like, you know, like really like a horror movie. Mm -hmm. And what happened is that I went into the kitchen and the river broke down another window and, and it came pouring in like a lot faster. And what happened is that uh, the water closed the kitchen door. So I was trapped on one side of the house while my dad and my brother were on the other side. And so um, my dad... According to my dad, what happened is that he heard me scream his name. And after that, the, he heard like a very loud sound. And when he and my brother started calling for me, there was just this dead silence. So they both, you know, they panicked, obviously, and they, uh, they tried to open the kitchen door. But the water level was so high, they couldn't open it. So, you know, between the two of them, they, my brother had to like use basically everything he had to open the door 
my dad went into the kitchen and then the door closed on my brother's foot and like it actually uh, sprained his ankle. Oh, wow. And according to my dad, what happened is that he went to the kitchen and he didn't find me. Then he went to the dining room and he found me underwater. But like, you know, eyes open, mouth open, basically dead. And so he called my brother and they, um, the dining room table was luckily just like an inch tall enough that they could actually lie me down on there. And what happened is that my dad went into shock. Like he just sat there. I mean, completely. Well, according to my brother, he just stood there, petrified, like staring at me. And it was my brother who, um, who, uh, you know, reacted and started giving me, you know, rest, uh, uh, mouth to mouth, uh, breathing and everything, all that. And then my dad reacted and he just started screaming, "No, not like that!" And he started like punching me on the chest, and I. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, 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 you know, like you don't know. I couldn't breathe. Like for three months, for three weeks after that, my chest was like bruised. But because of how hard my dad had punched me, and what happened is that what is what was dangerous is that the water that came in was sewage water, because this river was like it was like a sewage river, and so I, uh, I, so I sort of like you know literally came back to life and threw up all of the water. But since I had been, since according to the doctor, since I was without um, oxygen for like three minutes, I started convulsing. So it was just like for my brother and my dad, it was like they both told me it was like the most horrible moment of their life. And, and after that, you know, yeah, they, um, and the thing is, the water obviously, all three, all three of our cars were completely like taken by the river. So my dad went out to get help. So somebody could take me to the hospital and my memory, as I said, my memory goes from me on, you know, talking with my friends on Skype to me waking up in the hospital and my mom telling me your cat survived, which <laughs> honestly is everything that matters. So you were here but, is what you're saying. You, you were, you were a damn cat here. Well, no, because I didn't even save my cats. They didn't even meet me. I just, you know, I died in pain. <laughs> Those ungrateful bitches. <laughs> so so the, mor the moral of the story is to not go to Mexico. No. Wow. What wow. are you doing? Or should I say, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> no, well, the moral of the story, I think, is, you know, don't be stupid like me. <laughs> well, no, I don't regret that I went to try and save my cats. So No, be, be a cat hero. You, everything will turn out fine. Priest, that no, won't redeem it, you with what you did. No, it's stop. No, it's really disappointing, though, because obviously, you know, that after you're in the hospital, so, you know, obviously, you know, you find out who are your real friends, the ones who come visit you. And, and so it's always, you know, the first question, like, how are you feeling? Uh, what have you been doing? You know, are you okay? And then there's an awkward silence. And finally, they um, ask the question they want, which is, so what did you see on the other side? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Everybody wants to know. And the sad thing is that I don't remember anything. Uh, so, well. So they're all just so they're all so disappointed. It's like, oh, why did I even come visit you? <laughs> what the hell? It's very sad. Or, well, you know, you can always get the person that asks, um, what was it like to die? <clears throat> but you don't. She doesn't remember that either. I know. Mono, for all you know, in the, 
for all you know, Mono, in those three minutes, you had an entire lifetime in Equestria. Oh, maybe. <laughs> See, I, like... You know, I will... Go on. No, no, you go on. I was going to say, like, the only snarky answer I would come up with would be was, like, not my cats. Exactly. No, it's just not my cats. No, and the thing is, like, and then I found out, you know, that one of them had been hiding in the sink, and then another one appeared, like, two days later, covered in mud, but alive. So that was like, oh, okay, that's all that matters. But, no, yeah, so that that, that is basically the, the story of how I died. Well, that was fam- That was fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was really, and you know, obviously, when you die, it comes with like you know, the existential crisis, and you know, every all that fun stuff. Mm. But here I am. Yeah, and now here you here. are, uh, getting ready to ask, uh, getting ready to answer wonderful questions like our comics' next question. What's your opinion of uh, Derpy Twilight? I think I, I really like. I think, well, I mean, I like it. I've never read anything about it, but I basically think that any ship works if you write it well or if you, like, sell it well. So I could like it if I read a good fic. Also, I mean, Derpy is adorable, so. Agreed. Why does no one give Sakura love? I love Sakura. It's fine. I think Sakura and Twilight would be an interesting ship, to be honest. I mean, I don't know if there's... There'd be so much driving. Do it. Well, there'd be it would be like a crossover between the tribal knowledge versus the book knowledge, like heritage versus science. That would be very interesting, actually. Hmm. See, the thing is, I I would do write Sakura more, d- but oh. rhymes. But the rhymes are both a bitch to write and really fun to write. So it's <laughs> trying to balance that. But I think what's hard is though. Like, the rhymes and the metric, because you also want to get the metric right, and it's like, uh, I'm not good enough for this. But I have to try, because uh, Sikor is coming up in one of my big fix, so I have to do it. This is a hard sell. What what project is this? Uh, The one where Sikor is coming up? Yeah. Uh, it's for my, um, my multi-chapter called The Enchanted Library. Ah, so, yeah, there because I mentioned her in chapter one, and then she just disappeared forever. So I'm like, oh, I should probably not, you know, do something about that. So, but it'll be fun. I'm excited. Well, no, I'm not excited, but Rive Zone is my best friend. I I understand completely. I have I've written Zakora before, and ah, needed, very needed. So. Let's segue into the next question. Uh, Arconix asks, do you think cats are adorably evil or evilly adorable? They're evilly adorable. No, they're adorably evil. There we go. Final answer? Final answer. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you could have any one pony visit you in real life, which would it be? Be oh my one. god. Uh, not Rarity, because I don't think Rarity would like me. Um, probably Fluttershy. Because we get along and I'm similar to her, so that would be nice. Well, 
No, I'm not. I'm quite my kidding. I just want Twilight to go. No, I want Rarity, even if she doesn't like me. I don't care. <laughs> just I let Rarity me pet you. <laughs> just look at her and say, like, I have no nice dresses. Help me. And she'd be like, goodness, and would help you and instantly. Know it. No, exactly. Like, I, I'm just, I'm a fashion disaster. So, you know, I really would need professional help from a pony. Like, only a pony can help me at this time. Welcome to... <laughs> Oh gosh, what's that? Uh, extreme makeover pony edition. Yes, she she like it, what would it be like a pony eye for the random chick. That actually sounds like a that doesn't that rhyme. Like an interesting idea. Pony, pony oh. eye for the anon guy. Pony eye for the anon guy. Oh, okay. Moving oh on. God. Oh dear. Moving on. Uh, now we have a question from Celtic Fire. Celtic asks, have you ever written any piece of literature, stories, poems, etc., either on or off the site that you regret or wish you hadn't done? Yes. Um, uh, there's one uh, fan fiction in particular, which is now unpublished, but I'm sure you can still find it, you know, through the those servers. But uh, there was one story called A, a Song for Us, which I let, like, instead of writing what I wanted, I wrote what somebody else wanted. Mm. Oh. Even though it was, you know, it, like, because I would say, no, you know what, I don't like your idea, I prefer my idea. Mm -hmm. And it's always been, like, a very a sour point. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, it was my story and I let other people dictate how I should write, which is, which is not to say, obviously, you know, because taking advice is always good. You know, that's what edit, that's what editors are for. It's always nice to have, you know, other opinions, but unfortunately, uh, I took this opinion as, okay, yes, you're completely right. And I'm completely wrong. Uh, and, yeah. And that's why earlier I said that it's really important that you should write something that you love. Yeah. Because if because sure if you if you write something that um, which actually I was like I had a back in June I almost canceled my the Enchanted Library because I was struggling with a similar problem, and at the end of the day sure you can write what somebody else wants but at again at the end of the day it's not gonna be what you wanted, and I I think that feeling is just really terrible. You're a hundred percent correct. I've I've done that. I understand. Yeah, I, it feels I totally it feels soulless. And it does exactly. It's a careful balance to play because I know a lot of people, a lot of people don't always have trouble with that. Like some take commissions and they feel like they make some of their best work ever, and you know that's fine, that's good for them. But definitely for those who aren't experienced with that type of writing, make sure you're always doing it for yourself. I really agree with that. Or, or no, anyway, I mean like honestly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, commissions is commissions is different because okay, fine, it's what somebody else wants, but there it was that was always the deal, so to say. Yeah. But when you're writing a story, like something that you created, something I said, you know what, something that inspired you to actually sit down and start typing, mm -hmm. and then you and and then because really what happened is that his idea wasn't bad, obviously, because he's a he. he
you, you I think cut you out are on this. cutting out one more time. Better than I am. I said yes, but... he's right, and I'm wrong. So it's like it always left like a very sour feeling on me and sour taste. And the thing is, I mean, you don't want them submitted because there are people who did like it, and I think that would be a you know a disservice against the people who liked it. But personally, I think it's important. That's why I think it's important that you to write something that you, or at least write a story that you believe in. Because if somebody else says, you know what I think should happen, and you think it's a great idea, and you think, please, go on. But if it's not, if it's something that you're only doing it because you, want, you don't want to say no, or because you don't want to, you know, because, well, yeah, in my case, because you didn't want to say no, or like risk them getting mad at you, then I think it's really important to take a stand because at the end of the day, it's your art, it's your name, and it's your work, and you should always have a reason to be proud of it. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, with that aside, uh, let's move to our next person of questions. Um, person of quite wow, person with questions. Good job, Priest. Uh, yeah, we, have, we have questions from Scarlet Storm now. Um, Scarlet says, Hey, you big duck with a little hearty face. I get to question you now with a pinky, freaky out face. Uh, question number one, uh, what made you start writing the Enchanted Library? <laughs> okay, uh, well, for those who've never read the Enchanted Library, basically it's it's the alternate universe that has the premise A thousand years ago, the four princesses came like uh, quite a cadence. Um, Celestia Luna went into war with Discord, and he trapped three of them as spirits throughout Equestria. And then a thousand years later, Rarity ends up finding a Twilight's hidden library. So it's basically the adventure of how she, you know, finds out what happened a thousand years ago and how to free the three princesses. And the thing is, it started because it was um, Mexico's Independence Day. It was September 15th. And a, f a friend of mine and I were really, really, really drunk. As all good <laughs> stories start, start, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I remember because I had just bought tea. And so we thought, you know what? Let's drink you know, tea with rum and see how it tastes. <laughs> so we were, were very drunk. And she's, been, she's a very talented artist. And she started drawing, she drew right and she said, okay. And Brady is, you know, find her. And she started rambling, like, but everything she said about this, you know, with my mouth wide open, like I was reading, I was hearing the gospel. And I couldn't be out of my head for like a week. It was just like, it was, because the thing is, her, can you hear me? Uh, okay. Okay, can you hear me? Okay, now thing, we okay. can hear you. That, yeah. that was a little bit of a struggle. It yeah. was choppy. Uh, okay. We, we know that definitely it was on Independence uh, Day, and you guys were drunk, and the on idea your mind, was You couldn't get the idea off your mind. It's, it's, it's been very choppy, though. Okay, well, uh, let me know if, uh, if it cuts out, because, um, the internet here is not really amazing. 
So, but I let me know. But, uh, but basically what happened is, so is my friend, uh, she's a very talented artist and she drew this drawing. Uh, you gotta, yeah. Oh man. Now I'll never knew what she drew. No, actually, no, actually, um, the, the, which the artwork she did is the cover art for the original one shot I posted. So if you want to look at it, there it is. But basically, so, you know, she's, and I remember she started rambling on and, um, everything she said really made no sense whatsoever. Like the next day when I was really thinking about it, but the core concept of itself fascinated me. And I just started, you know, world building and world building and world building until I finally had to do something about it. I had to write, even if it was a one shot that didn't make any sense. And so what happened is that I decided to write a, a one shot set in the universe as if it had already started. So if you read the original Enchanted Library one shot, it's like imagining like watching a random episode of the show where the characters already introduced, et cetera, et cetera. And that's basically how it started. And here I am two years later. <laughs> but yeah, basically it started because I got really drunk with a friend. That's the best way. That's how I start most of my stories. So yes, applause, high five. <laughs> Perfect. Um, the next question has to do again with Rare Twy, so we already answered that. Uh, also we'll drink. <clears throat> we'll skip over it. Um, and then that, oh, number three isn't actually a question. So let's move to questions from nonchalant. Um, wait, wait, if it's not actually a question, what is it? It's number three is literally says, I have nothing else. Just enjoy your time here. Oh, well, that's oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's sweet. Okay. I thought it said just enjoy your wine. Well, you wish. You wish. That's just because you whine a lot, Enigma. It's true. <laughs> All right, priest, you're gonna have to ask the next questions in the voice. I do. Yes, you okay. do. Okay, here we go. Um, now we have questions from nonchalant. <clears throat> what is your username? Uh, as in monochromatic. Yes. Okay. Well, oh, monochromatic. Actually, it's. I have an original story, which I write uh, on the side. And one of the main characters is a dragon called Monochrome, who actually appeared in Enchanted Library as a cameo, but you know, whatever. Anyway, so uh, basically my username is a reference to him, and that's it. It's not very interesting, but I like it. Well, no, that, that's so cool that everyone, um, now we know that you also do original writing too. That's cool. Yeah, it's a it's something I've been working on for like six years now, but I keep rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. But one day I'll make up my mind, hopefully. I wish you luck. Like I'm mostly I'm thinking if I can finish Enchanted Library, then I feel like I'll be ready to actually finish a novel, an original novel. So. Well, there you go. Uh, the next question. <clears throat> What is your quest? Uh, to make more people ship Raritwai. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the whiskey is good. 
And do it. Do it. <laughs> what is your favorite color? Uh, purple. I really like purple. Woo. You may cross the bridge of death. I you may cross. Monty Python references. It's oh, all about okay. The whole this whole line of questioning was all a reference to Monty Python. Uh, oh, I thought you guys ah. were questioning Conan while he sits on the throne. No, it's what, what is your name? I am Arthur, King of the Britons. What is your quest? We so seek to find the, the Holy Grail. What uh... is your favorite color? <clears throat> Blue. No, I mean red. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we have another question from Skeeter the Lurker. Yeah, Skeeter. Skeeter says, you glorious gal, what's your favorite drink? Uh, mar no. Were you going to say margaritas? Yeah, but I'm, what it's, about a, it's a tie. I would say margaritas, but really I think it's mojitos. Oh, yeah. Mojito. Oh, really oh, good mojito. Uh, what about strawberry margaritas? Oh, they're very good. I oh. really like them. I also make this like killer watermelon mint margarita. So, oh, we can get. They have good mojitos at Babs specifically. They That's do. Yeah, they do. There's a little bar in the hotel, and I just went there recently, and. They've, they've revamped it, and they will make you a damn good mojito. And a mint julep, if you ask real pretty and bat your eyes. <laughs> no, but I really like uh, my uh, my family is half Cuban. So uh, oh. so my I have a, like, I have an aunt who lives in Vienna, and she's like, she's super nice. She, she, you know, she knows six languages and everything. She's really great. But she has this obsession with mojitos. So whenever, <laughs> all the times I go visit, she's like, okay, we need to go to the mojito bar. So it's like this 80-year-old woman with her cane going to the mojito bar and me following it. It's very fun. <laughs> so, yeah, she's the one who sort of, like, made me. I want to go to the mojito bar. I'm imagining. I want to go to the I'm, mojito bar. I'm imagining a scenario where a tornado is heading towards you and you guys all have to evacuate and your grandmother's provisions are mojitos. She <laughs> would. She would. I mean, she totally would. And the thing is, oh, she, she's, and the thing is, um. It's very interesting to talk with her because uh, she again she lives in Vienna, but she always you know she talks like a, a mix of German with Spanish with English. Oh, that's so an I, interesting mix. I understand like both of the languages, but German I have no idea. Uh, but it's if, like Spanglish, Spanglish German, Spanglish German. I if can and can I Jewish reckon? Like I, I can only speak a very little German. It's and I can't imagine trying to combine that with Spanish. Holy fuck! All I know is Scheiße, which is like I think the only thing you should know. Well, no, it's not. I'm sorry. Okay, if we have German listeners, but uh, <laughs> I know. But yeah, she's super into. But yeah, she has this really weird obsession with mojitos. But it's okay because I get free mojitos. <laughs> Damn kid, you win. <laughs> yeah, that we can't talk. That's that's great. Uh. In fact, you're heir to the Mojito fortune. It's true. <laughs> so now let's go to some questions from Lisey Claire. Hi, uh, hi, Lise. Very first question is, why rarity? People always ask that. It's sort of weird. Um, well, I think I'm going to... I think why rarity is because she's a very fascinating character. 
and the development she's gone through, especially in season four. Um, and I, well, mostly because I'm, I'm very much like her. I'm extremely dramatic, which is why I love all of her, uh, you know, whenever she throws a, dra a drama fit, I'm like, yes, yes, I love this. Go more, go for more. But I think she's, I think she's a very fascinating character because she has to like, she, she wants to be part of, you know, BS of the elite society. And, but she does, she's, she doesn't let it like change her as you would, as in most fiction, you know, being the popular girl and the elite girl does. And I think herself as a character is like her, her entire theme of being generous or even her cutie mark, because I think, I, I think me and a lot of, well, I'm, I'm sure other people also think this, but the fact that she's, you know, she sees potential in everyone and tries to make everyone shine. And most of all, I really love, because the writing, she, the, I mean, her episodes are always phenomenal. Like, um, Rarity mm. Investigates was just mm. amazing. Was yes. that, uh, which one was it where she screams out, no spoilers? Wait. The, the Gabby Gums one? No, wait, no. Uh, the, uh... No, that, that was season six. This is know, season five or six. Um... Yeah. Second, let me find out. I know. I, I know what you're talking about. With the one where she opens up that uh, boutique and uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. When, yeah. Wait, which one? Yeah, when she's opening a newspaper and she screams out, "No oh, spoilers!" and then smiles. oh no, the Sal review, Sal review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that episode <laughs> that was, was amazing. That I was like great. You guys. You guys do realize that Rarity is possibly the most aggressive of them because remember the episode with where the dragon threatened Spike and she threatened to beat them up. Well, you yeah, think he's the most aggressive. Like Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie is aggressively nice. Yeah, <laughs> like, so aggressively nice. Like, did you not see the Cranky Doodle episode? Yeah, Pinkie <laughs> being aggressively nice to Cranky. That that doesn't say it all. Or well, I mean, Pinkie well, uh, being aggressive with her party planning. Like Pinkie's really aggressive. What was the name of the episode where Zakoro was introduced? Uh, uh Bridal Gossip, Bridal I think. Gossip. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the one. Yeah, you remember I... when uh, they're looking for Applejack and Rarity's just kind of freaking out because Pinkie Pie is way in her space. And she's, haven't you ever heard of personal space? And Pinkie's head pops out, nope. <laughs> yeah. I think Pinkie and Rarity have a very interesting dynamic. Uh, which I'm very happy it's been explored more, at least in this season. But I mean, again, going back to Rarity, I think, like, for example, in Adventure Fix, it, it's always fun to have Rarity there because it's so completely out of her element, but she still owns it. So I think, I don't know, I just, I, it, she's a very fascinating character. And for example, uh, like, in season one, how she pressured a, well, wait, no, season one or two. Well, how she pressured uh, Fluttershy into modeling. Mm -hmm. And one. then you That's go to season. Yeah. season one, and then but then you skip to season four, where uh, and when the episode where Fluttershy had to replace Big Mac, and Fluttershy says, "You know what? I don't want to sing in public." And Rarity says, "Okay, you know, I wish you would, but I'm not going to pressure you." And I was like, oh, "Look at, at this character development." So I think, I mean, I think as a writer, that's why I love her the most because she's had like a really consistent character development and good writing. And they haven't Except, used uh, in complete opposition to say Fluttershy, who's 
you know, I'm not shy now. I'm assertive. And then like three episodes later, she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, plus, Rarity has some of the best songs. Anyone who says otherwise is actually wrong. Rarity's voice actress is amazing. Yeah, her voice is amazing. Becoming popular is one of my favorite things. Art of the Dress is mine. Just because she sings really well. Because, yeah, I think for me, my favorite is, yeah, is Becoming Popular. I like the generosity one, but I thought like it was a bit too much, I felt, but yeah. Type of Pony, Every Pony Should Know is best song, no argument. That's why I was being yeah. popular, yeah. Mm, the, I don't know. Her, her, like, singing in Manhattan was pretty fucking amazing, but... This day, Aria was better. The Sayari is like the best thing ever, but in general, if you're going to pick a pony that has a bunch of songs, Rarity has the best song. A bunch of songs, yes, but I think the most impactful one is still Diamond Tiara's uh, uh, Some Pony Else. Yeah. That was really yeah. good. That, that, that was amazing. I was, I was actually shocked with how well that went. I, am I wish it was longer. At least yeah, a minute I, I longer would have been amazing. I, I love there that are a lot song. Of, there are a lot of songs that I wish were longer, but they're not. And it's like Luna's song from uh, the Christmas episode. That was really. Yes. Nice. I wish that one oh, would have been two God. minutes at least. Yes, I have a I have a heavy metal remix of that one, and it is phenomenal. It was so good. It was really good. But we're forgetting the, that. Sub speaking oh, of the for... Diamond Tiara song, um, there's a there's a remix of that Diamond Tiara song with um, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, yes, with Lincoln Park, and it is the most brilliant thing i've ever it heard matches way too well i recommend going to look it up anyway um we should move on otherwise we'll talk about the music the entire time we really <laughs> we, we love the music all right uh next question uh if you had to replace someone in the rarity twilight pairing who would it be who would you replace her by basically what i'm reading into this question is if, it, if you could replace rarity or twilight in that ship who with who who would it be and i know you said rarity dash earlier well yeah I, maybe I'm... it's changed my basically my three huge ships are uh, Rare Twilight, Rare Dash, and mm. and Rare Alestia. Rare Alestia. Really? Yeah, I've written it for it. I've written for it like a like three things, but, but most of them have been unpublished. You should publish them seriously. I did. I published one, but the thing is, like, uh, it started actually because before I started writing for the fandom, I had a friend who was very much into RPs. Oh, okay. oh, those are. And really the funny. thing is, the thing is, before uh, before I start, like I wrote even my first fanfic, the only character I thought I, you know, I thought I could handle well was with Rarity, and he wanted to RP with me, so he um. I said, well, I'm gonna be Rarity, and he was he's very good with Celestia, and basically, you know, next thing we know, you know that we know it's been like five days, and we have this massive shipping story. And again, what is, it's like what I said earlier. If you can sell a ship, if you can write it, and you can make it work, I will ship it. Really. And it's just, there's, there's so much potential with that ship, and I, I really do want to uh, expand it more. I didn't because of other reasons, which are sort of silly. But I think that um, once I finish a, my, a Rare Luna story I'm working on, I'm probably going to move to that. So it'll be fun. Well, cool. Uh, we'll go to uh, Lisa's final question, uh, which is, who do you think would make the best pairing? Rarity x Blue Blood, Twilight x Blue Blood, 
Rarity X Flash or Twilight X Flash? Uh, Twilight Blue Blood, probably. No. <laughs> well, Twilight maybe Rarity, maybe Blue Rarity Blue, Blue Blood. Maybe I mean, uh, maybe Rarity. I think Rarity Blue Blood because uh, because of the um, the best night ever made me ship it. I can see a rarity blue blood like dom sub relationship in which like blue blood is the hardcore sub. I can see that. Yeah. Rarity just beats the shit out of him all the time. And he takes her for constantly. <laughs> she I made yeah. She yeah. made her own leather and she has her own crop. So what, fifty shades of diamond? Fifty shades That's of blue. That's actually interesting. Fifty shades of blue blood. 50, yeah. No, uh, fifty shades of generosity. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Actually, that's a good idea. Who wants dibs on this shit? Come on. Not uh, me. I'm gonna advocate. Alright, well, monochromatic, if you wish it, it is yours. Well, I'll give it my best shot. Yes! Uh, I'll read the fuck out of that. If you do that at any point, let me know. I will read the shit out of it. No pressure. <laughs> All the pressure. So, let's go to questions from Major Dude now. Um, Question number one from Major Dude is, assuming there's a crossover you tolerate, which MLP crossover fanfiction story do you consider to be a good example of a crossover? Mm, well, okay. Is this an existing one or, like, one that I should, I think should happen? Uh, an example of one that already exists. Uh, well... <laughs> Admittedly, I I I'm, I don't read crossovers a lot, but uh, there was one recently by Esty, which was a Dugtales crossover, which I think would be amazing. Like in itself, uh, I read it, that. Was a, it was with Esty. It was with Launchpad. Yes, as yes, 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 yes. Okay, but the I've thing read. is. I think that one works, but more because of the potential, because uh, I'm a huge fan of the Uncle Scrooge comics and the Donald Duck comics, right. and that entire universe, and I see so much potential with the characters mixing, like, you know, for example, you would have, like, in my head, you would have Uncle Scrooge uh, taking over Sweet Apple Acres and making it into, like, a monopoly, uh, like, an empire, or, mm -hmm. again, or Dom or Pinky trying to, you know, get Donald to stop being grumpy. I just, I think there's so much potential for fun stuff or even the CMC against the three nephews. So I think that's a good example of a, of a crossover that could be explored more, at least. And, but yeah, I have, admittedly the only other crossover I've read is Followed Equestria because mm. everyone, I think. Yeah. But I couldn't finish it because it was, it was, it was too depressing for me. I mean, boo! Finish it. It's oh. very good, but it was, it was just it was yeah. like especially I, the scene with how the how the there was one scene in that fic that just really like it really killed me. Well, spoilers for anyone listening. But when, when you see how Rarity died, and when they find her in the present, uh, I don't want to go into detail in case anyone hasn't read it, but that scene it was. Just, I remember I had to put it down and just, you know, sit in my bed for like three hours and just contemplate life. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, uh, I mean, but yeah, I think crossovers, um, 
I mean, yeah, I haven't read many, so I really can't give a super accurate question or answer. I mean, oh no, that's fair. It's it's all based on everyone's preferences and experiences, and if that's not your thing or that's not what you go to. No worries. Um, question number two is a would you rather question. Um, you get two options, and go ahead, just tell us what you would rather have. Um, uh, option number one is you get a VIP pass to BronyCon of your choice, all expenses paid. But it's the main theme of it is about your least favorite character in the show. So everything's based around that. Uh, option two is that your favorite character in MLP gets their own episode. Uh, but it's a crossover with your least favorite, carto favorite cartoon or show. Uh, I'm trying to think of what my least favorite cartoon is, but I can't think of it. Uh, I think I'd go for the con because no, I don't know. I don't really hate it, any character either. Oh, wait, no, I do. Mm -hmm. Well, it would be, well, I don't hate them, but it would, I just, you know, I don't really care for him. So I guess I'd go to the flash Sentry con. Oh, Flash Sentry Con. Flash Realize you'd be surrounded just by gay men everywhere. <laughs> Wouldn't that be Brayburn Con? No, that'd be even more gay men. But yes. Is Brawny Con really that different? Yes, there's there's wow. lots of there's lots of straight people there. Although actually, I will say that uh the la at least the last Equestria movie, I really liked what they did with him in Sunset. So it's not really like I don't really hate him. Mm, Wait, I have mean, feelings about that. You mean but, her? You mean her accidentally putting him in the friend zone without her knowing? Well, at least they dealt with it. Okay, like, I will say that I, I, you know, I mean, I thought I thought it was important that at least they dealt with that part of it instead of just like completely ignoring it, hmm. and that at least they're friends again. So. And now Flash is dating Derpy. <laughs> He's just taking all the waifus. <laughs> All righty. Um, going down. Question. Uh, finally, at the end of Major Dude's uh, comment, he says, I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you have a good Valentine's Day and that Sparity is better than Rare Twy. I totally agree. Also, you have to drink. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, we do. Thank you for the heads up. I so appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. Now we're going to questions from Catalyst Cradle. Uh, question number by one. The way. What, by the way? Great name. Oh. Um, what is your favorite ship that you have not yet written? Mm. Ah. That's a hard one. Starlight uh, Trixie, I think. Starlight Trixie? No, Fluttercord. No, Fluttercord. no. Well, but actually, I think it would be more Starlight Trixie because I think I think they have a really interesting dynamic, but I don't really know. I don't feel like I know either character well enough to like write them yet. So well, I need to practice. There. Just watch well, thinking... uh, Star Trek with any episode of Q. No, 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 not Floatercord. I mean, uh, Starlight and Trixie. Oh. Yeah. oh. 
like I'm not I don't think I have a good grasp on their characters yet, so I'd rather wait until I do before throwing out something into the wild. Oh, totally. Hmm. Um Catalyst's other question is what shit do you wish people would write more stories about? Raritwai. Yeah. Raritwai, basically. Raritwai. Raritwai. So much Raritwai. Oh gosh, I just Raritwai. contributed. <laughs> no! What am I doing? Okay. Also Raridash. Lord. Thanks. Did you say Raridash? Yes. It's an interesting ship. It is. I'm, I, I, I really have ship. trouble seeing that. Have you, you ever read? Have you ever read "I Do Her" by Firegazer the Alchemist? Uh, me? Oh, I I did once. I mean, I did when it, it was like on the featured page for like a, a week or two, if I remember correctly. But uh, no, I think it's a very uh, interesting story. I mean, interesting dynamic. I mean, again, it's like, again, everything could be interesting if somebody does it right. What what oh, do you God. think makes uh, I'm I'm saying this because I, I realize we're going through questions pretty fast here. Oh, um, we have some new questions added on. We have also oh, we, we have violin questions on top of that. So. Oh goodness <laughs> me! So, uh, I've checked the violin question, kids. It's it's going to be a doozy of a time. So no worries, priest. We got time. What makes uh, Rawa Dash? Uh, wow, Wawa Dash. Wawa <laughs> Dash. Oh, <laughs> what makes it interesting? I'm just going to shut up now. Okay. Okay. Uh, I get it. <laughs> well, I think what what makes it uh, interesting are um is that they're both very passionate about what they like. Be it um in in Dash's case, flying in the Wonder Bolts, in Rarity's case, uh, well, uh, art, but they're both very also very strong willed, and um and well act. Actually, I mean, the thing is, if you see Rowdy Investigates, I mean, their dynamic in that episode was very good. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and that's a little bit what sold it to me. But there's also there's also a very good fic, uh, but it's maturated from um, Colding Ardez. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, it's phenomenal how he handles it because it's like, it's these two different ponies that look, like, they look very different on the surface. But they actually do have a lot more in common. And it's also, I mean, the trope, you know, uh, the beauty and the jock. I mean, come on. And again, the thing is, all of these characters are very complex, well-developed characters. So everything in theory works. I can definitely see yeah. that. Just have Rarity design the new Wonderbolt uniforms, and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to uh, Captain Chris Sandwich, who huh. has a whole bunch of questions. Question number one, aside from writing, what other hobbies do you have? Uh, I play piano. Um, mm. And I love video games. Huh. Wow. Well, most of all, I like I love Nintendo. I'm like everything, anything Nintendo puts out, I will just yeah. buy it. You're a Nintendo fangirl. I am. I know. I know it's gotten a lot of flack, but I don't care. I will stand I, by I, Nintendo. 
I'm, not, I'm only judging you a little, and I'm not even gonna like shit talk you that much. So I'm just like kind of amazed. <laughs> You're like one of the first Nintendo fangirls I've met, so I'm just gonna go with this. How do you feel about Fire Emblem? I really like it. Uh, my best friend is very much into Fire Emblem. Oh, uh, so, so she's um. Wait, I think my voice is like having. You're fine. You're fine. Oh, wait. No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. So, uh, she's very much into Fire Emblem. And basically what we did, she, we made a trade because she would, I would play Fire Emblem and she would play Ace Attorney, which is, which are some of my favorite games. Mm. And they're so good. Like the, the writing in Ace Attorney is just like, wow, so good. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I am a Nintendo fangirl and I know that. The, that gives a bad impression, but I don't care. I will stand by it. That's no, fine. If you acknowledge a... it and stand with it, that's fine. It's people who are in denial about it I have issue with. It's a it's a great impression, by all means. Give us your impression. Give us your professional opinion about the Switch. My professional opinion about the Switch. As a fan girl. As a fan girl. Okay. The thing is, honestly, at the end of the day, I just I care about the stories and the games themselves i mean i think the switch is good i i don't think uh i know it's being marketed as a handheld i don't think it's a handheld i mean yes you can use it outside for like five or six hours but, but i i i do think it's okay i don't know exactly what nintendo is planning but i think marketing the switch as a handheld is only you know affecting their the 3ds and that side of their market and because whether we like it or not the switch cannot it cannot work as a handheld but um i do like a, the the controller that you have like in one controller you have two so that's really cool for multiplayer oh yeah and i'm very excited about the games like a the new zelda game coming out i'm just like i'm very 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 excited and I mean, what I've always liked about Nintendo is that, yes, okay, they're not, at least, okay, in graphics and uh, quality and everything, they're not up, always up to par with a uh, Sony and um, Sony, sorry, Sony and uh, Microsoft, but they do their things, and I like, and you know, and it's for their fans, and I think you know, it's fun, and I, I just I like the games, I like a, uh, and uh, the thing with the Nintendo is that there's a lot of content that is exclusively for it. So, um, like in my head, I always have, you know, a Nintendo and then either I buy the Xbox or I buy the PlayStation. If that, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, I do really, I think the Switch, I, I'd have to play it to really give, I, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I would have to play it to, you know, say if I, you know, if it's good or not for me. So you're, you're, you're tentatively optimistic? I'm... I'm very optimistic. Okay, I'm I'm pretty optimistic. Let's put it like that. Although I'm like very, very, very optimistic for the Zelda game. Awesome. Uh, let's see. The next question. Uh, we sort of answered it a little bit, but there's a little bit of elaboration, so I'll ask the elaboration. Um, Chrisanwich asks, uh, "Do you have aspirations to move into original material for writing in the future?" Um, non-fan fiction based, and if so, what sort of genres do you plan on? What sort of ideas do you have? 
Well, uh, actually, the reason I'm moving to LA in April is because I really want to try. I want to try out at um, screenwriting. Mm. Uh, like what I really want to do is become the next J.K. Rowling. But aside from that, uh, I really want to write. Well, the thing is, I mean, I really want to write for kids' cartoons. I really want to write cartoons, especially because, again, in recent years, cartoons have become, you know, there's two audiences because, yes, you have the kids who are the core audience, but you also have the internet and adults. Like, for example, uh, Gravity Falls and all of the ciphers it had for, like, the internet crowd. Yep, yep, I, I understand. Which I think is it's fascinating because, I mean, I think the, well, it's starting to be exploited more, but the internet culture as a whole and fandom and everything that it's like, it has so much potential, especially in cartoons. And I hate that there's so much stigma against it, against, you know, being an adult who likes cartoons, against, you know. Well, see, it's like with me. I've loved cartoons my whole life, and I don't give two shits what anybody says about it. I love cartoons. That's what I grew up with, you know? And yeah. I would love to see more cartoons, not so, not necessarily geared for adults, because we've already seen what that is and what that does, but more family-friendly cartoons that are geared for adults, that are actually good, and they're not pathetic. Exactly. I mean, for example, there's also a, a Bob's Burger, which I think is really nice. Oh, I love Bob's Burgers is <laughs> yeah. great. Bob's Burgers is great, and it's like it's that kind of thing I want to something that really everyone can enjoy. And again, going back to Gravity Falls, for me, it was like the entire cipher thing, and then that, for example, uh, uh, they had a Reddit AMA with yeah. uh, with cipher with Bill Cipher the, with the villain. I thought that's fascinating because that's including your audience into, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like, it's no longer just a one way street, so to say. And, and I think that, you know, that's, and that's a key element to making your audience be more involved in your show. Obviously. I mean, uh, for example, I mean, going back to one of my, my fan fictions, for example, the enchanted library in every so other chapter, I hide a cipher. Again, it was inspired on Gravity Falls. I had a, I had a cipher so that my readers can find it out, and that way, you know, there's something else beyond. Okay, yes, I'm writing this and I'm posting it, and you're, you know, you are the audience. You are watching it. The end. It's like a constant feedback, and I think that's really fascinating. I think it can be explored really well in cartoons. And I remember one time, um, I, uh, three three years ago, there was um a Nickelodeon conference in Mexico City. And you had all of these uh, writers for different shows. And so I remember I, I went up and I asked a question. And because of bad experiences I had in college, I had been put off of, you know, my my goal of uh, trying to be a script, a script writer for cartoons. So I asked, you know, how do you deal with all of, like, the stigma against, you know, wanting to do write for cartoons, et cetera, et cetera. And what, um, what the panelists said is that, okay, the thing is, in order to write a good cartoons show, you have to be very smart because you can't rely on sex jokes. You can't rely on, you know, adult humor. It has to be something that not only entertains kids, but, but also adults. So it has mm -hmm. to be very smart humor. 
and I think that's what that's what's really fascinating about cartoons and what well, that's what you know um made MLP become such a hit what made Gravity Falls become such a hit it's that it's good quality content and basically that's what I would like to do in the future nice that's a really lofty goal and I hope you I hope you pursue it I hope you continue to seriously yeah well I hope so I'm I'm on my way good be on your way yes good um and I keep hearing that you're uh a big fan of Gravity Falls, so clearly you're a big fan of Steven Universe. So, of course, that means we have we're joking. There's a lot in common. Well, yeah, I, I, I really like Steven Universe. I I haven't really um uh I've missed a few episodes, but again, um that's another. Especially, I think of Steven Universe at least it's in what it what it's done in like breaking boundaries. Let's say. And introducing, you know, potentially controversial ideas in a in a very you know friendly way, but not not in a condescending way. Well said. Because I'll, a lot. I'll say I'll, I'll pipe up and say one thing, and that's that I really like the way it actually took a step back to look at anxiety and how anxiety affects you. So, like, I I respect cartoons willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's like the thing is, a lot of you know, a lot of bad cartoons is because, you know, they think the audience is dumb. They're condescending. Mm -hmm. And so I think these cartoons are, are, for example, at least um, with My Little Pony, for example, uh, the episode Amending Fences. For me, the writing in that episode, because it, it dealt with a sub, with a topic that is very, um, that affects, yes, a lot of people. And, and it's true. But it did it in a very smart way. And it didn't feel, you know, like it felt like a, a very empathetic. And I think that's what, what's amazing about cartoons. So, I mean, what I hope is that one day I'll be able to, you know, to be able to, you know, transmit those feelings or help other people via writing. I, I empathize with that. I do. Uh, Priest, we should probably move on because we have bogged down. All right. Uh, question number three. Uh, since this is the Good HAE podcast, do you have any plans of writing a human and equestrian story? I think uh, if I have a good idea for it, I do want to do it. But not until I have something, you know, I think is good. Fair enough. Um Question number four, what can you tell us about your cats? Uh, well, my cat, uh, one is called Kalua because I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the other one, uh, and she's a very small cat. And actually, she's a cat that was in the sink. Mm. Uh, and then I have a, an older cat. Well, not older, but a bigger cat uh, who looks like Garfield. And he's <laughs> called... Uh, Mortadelo, which is uh, the name of a Spanish, of a character from a Spanish comic called Mortadelo y Filemon. And they're both very lovable, and as you all know, I would die for them. And I have. <laughs> you know, you could have told them that Mortadelo means I hate Mondays, and they would have been none the wiser. <laughs> ah! Damn it, a missed opportunity, but, well, hmm. I could do that with other people, though. But yeah, I mean, I love my cats very much, and they're very soft and cuddly. 
Yo, my 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 cuddly kitty's right next to me right now, so I'm like, kitties are great. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the next question is, what's your favorite about aspect of writing and why? Uh, I think my favorite aspect, well, I mean, it depends a lot, like, okay, my favorite aspect is writing something and watching the reaction, like something, you know, terrible, and then watching how everyone cries in the comments. It's just, it's great. It's amazing. Uh, I think it's also, you know, um, being able to share stories and, uh, and being... It's just, there's a lot of things to love about writing, but I think really what I love the most is writing theory. It's, you know, it's writing some, you know, uh, especially in, in Enchanted Library, because the thing with fan fiction is that you get obviously direct feedback. And as you write each chapter, you get to see, you know, where your readers are going and where are their theories. And it's incredibly fun to mislead them. So that's my favorite part about writing. <laughs> Ooh, I like her. Can we keep her? Right? Yeah. Because, like, um, and I remember uh, uh, when I started writing The Enchanted Library, in the first author note, I said that everything you put in the comments will and can and will be used against you. And nobody listens. So it's all very fun for me. But, uh, but yeah, I think really it's, like it's the reactions that are great. And also, um, and, you know, again, being able to create your own, your own, um, well, your own stories, your own ideas, and and more, and also, I also think that the thing writing isn't—it's not really about liking it. It's about as as weird as it's gonna as it's gonna sound. I think it's about being addicted to it because writing can be a bitch. Sorry for the language. Uh, I know I should apologize for the language fine. here, but I will. But I think. <laughs> 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 God damn right. Anyway. Why are you guys uh, taking on yeah. a southern accent? I wasn't a southern accent, Dollface. Nice try, though. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you're, so, a serial killer. you're a serial killer milk. I believe we're on question six here, which is uh, what brought you into the MLP fandom? How'd you get here? Uh, okay, how I got into the fandom. Uh, basically, I had a I have one of my best friends has been an MLP fan since the since you know the old the older generation. She used to collect a lot, and she started talking to she started to talk to me about the show and said, you know, there's a new sh well. First, I heard about the fandom, obviously, and I <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear good things about the fandom at first. Not surprising. <laughs> so I avoided it. And the thing is, my friend, uh, who was who was a collector, she avoided the show because of what she heard of the, about uh, the fandom and she told me that in a form she used to be like the new fandom sort of fought a lot with the old fandom so she had very bad experiences and you know in solidarity to her i was like yes i'm never gonna watch it and the thing is like uh if my friend had a list of people who she thought would never see my little pony the idea that i would watch it was so ridiculous she wouldn't even have me on the list <laughs> and what happens that one day you know when the when the documentary came out a few years ago i thought okay i want to see what this show has that has attracted so many people and the next thing you 
no, I'm messaging my my best friend. And I said, okay, you know what? Um, I saw MLP. She's like, oh my God, really? So what, you saw the pilot? And I was like, no, I'm in season two now. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened, it was very funny because she was so shocked that I saw it that she's like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. And so she got addicted. And then we got another friend addicted. And then everyone in our friend group was watching My Little Pony. And it was it was very amazing. But I think, um, yeah, I think that's sort of my origin story. And also because the characters, the, the art is very cute and the characters are very cute. Like suddenly you look up from your TV screen and you see that you're surrounded by pony merch. You don't no, know where it came the, from. But like all of the rumors, you know, that, you know, your parents would come in and you had to switch the, like the computer because you couldn't let them see that you're watching My Little Pony. Hmm. And I remember this one time because uh, my brother came in one night, like he just opened the door and he's just like, I knew it. I knew you were watching My Little Pony. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Switch to porn. It's easier to explain. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. And, and then, um, and then I think, and then my dad found out, which was like very hard to explain. But I don't know, it's just, I think it, it just, it was, it's so good. Like the first episode makes you want to see the next, but I think the moment where I was sold, I mean, obviously by the time you get to a dog and pony show, you're already sold. But when I saw the rarities, this is whining speech. That's not whining. This I think that's the that's the moment where I was like, oh my god, yeah, I'm I'm in this for the long run. Okay. You want to know something I'm gonna funny? I'm gonna you want to know something there. really funny? That's what? that exact point. That whole rarity in the Diamond Dogs episode. That was the point that my dad started liking the show. <laughs> Wow, that's I'm cool. not kidding. Uh, well, see, my dad is an over-the-road truck driver, and so he'll have these long stretches where he doesn't work, so he gets very, very bored. And so we, uh, he had, uh, we gave him a computer and a hard drive, and he has all the pony episodes. And yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, it's like, it's like, like actually, uh, uh, when I went, to, I went to Comic Con. Um, in 2011 no 2013 and the thing is there was a mlp panel but i didn't want my dad to know that i wanted to go to that panel and at the <laughs> same time you had the signing right uh-huh so i was like okay i need to i can't go to the panel and go to the signing so i'm gonna have to get my dad to go there but how do i get him to go there without him knowing there was no way so the night before I was sitting there, I was telling my dad, okay, I'm going to go to this panel at 8, at 8 a.m. Okay, what is it? It, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to go to it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and I need you to go get a ticket here. I was like, what is it? Uh, just just go and you'll find out when you get there. I'd rather you <laughs> find out when you get there. It's like, it's My Little Pony, isn't it? Your brother told me. And I was like, oh, God, okay, whatever. And so my dad goes, <laughs> and then I was in line, and he comes with a ticket. And he tells me with a very straight face. So the woman who gave me the ticket said she was the oldest brony she had seen. And I was like, oh, okay, dad. Thanks. But <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he'd have fun watching it, but I, I'm not sure I want my dad watching the show with me. That would be weird. <laughs> but just yeah, that's how that, I got into it. Just show him that clip of Rarity whining. That's so good, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Well, the next question I'm excited for, so I'm going to ask it anyway, it's because it'd be fun. Could you sing us a song? I don't know how to sing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm singing I'm very sure badly. You know how, there's a difference between not knowing how to sing and, like, everyone can sing. But, well, I mean, what do you want me to sing? You could sing a pony song or you could sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Honestly, anything you're comfy with. Sing a rarity uh, song. Oh my god, no, I can't. Yeah, do Art of the Dress. Art of the Dress, do it. Rarity songs are hard, guys. Why do you... Didn't we get the last guest to sing Art of the Dress? Yes, we did. <laughs> See, I, I, I can't nice to our guests. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I can... Sing the Smile song. Or make it really simple. Can you sing the My Little Pony opening theme song? Oh my god, okay. Just, I mean, my friends are in front of me, so this is going to be embarrassing for me, but okay. Oh, no, no, no. Are you okay to do this? <laughs> it's okay. They're, they're looking very excited for it, too. So, um, All right, do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I don't even, I forgot how, it, I'm so nervous. I forgot how it goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. My little pony, my little pony. Ah, there we go. Once I again, but with more gusto. There you go. Okay, with more, with more gusto. Okay. Oh, shit, my yeah. little pony, my little pony. Ah, my little pony. Okay, there. That's enough, please. Yay! Re- please, 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 please remember I'm in a mall with you people. You did great. You did great. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone is staring right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, you did great. Um, Priest, you want to take over asking questions again? I'm taking that as a no. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let me ask the same questions then from Trap Penguin Lips. Uh, What's the next question? Hello? Hello? Technical difficulties, the stream. Uh. One second. There we go. My voice is back. So let's start off with Chat Penguin Lips' uh, first question. His first one is, what is, what's with the obsession over ducks, Miss Ducky Inc.? Ducks are adorable, thumb-biting bastards. Apparently that's his comment afterwards. Uh, uh, well, okay, well, the thing is, uh, my OC is called Ducky Inc., but basically it's a reference to uh, Donald Duck because I'm a huge, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a huge fan of Disney and Donald Duck. So that's basically it. Mm. Oh, so that's, uh, why, that's why your avatar is Donald Duck right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm a very huge fan. Also, ducks are horrible, horrible creatures. No, they're not. Yes, they're not. they are. Oh, you have yes, they are. ducks. Should yes, I should I are. mention their fucking? Uh, I'm, I cursed. Should I mention their <laughs> their spiral Gurren Lagann penis that just shoots out? Oh Jesus! Oh yeah. Spiral dick. Yeah. I think about that, but yes, they do. Oh, there was a uh, there was a very funny video called um, okay, I can't remember it, so forget it. Never mind. Next question. <laughs> I think I'm here now, so I can help. Um, how does being a pro- how goes being a production assistant? What's it like? What does the job entail? Oh, um, right. Uh, I'm a production assistant at a filming company in Mexico, Ooh. and it basically entails being a slave. Oh. Uh. Which is like, I mean, 
have you seen the movie The Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of it. Okay, so, well, basically, this girl is just like, the best anecdote I have of being an assistant production is that um, one time, it was, we were filming a concert, and three hours before the concert, and this was my very first uh, project with them, the director turns to me and says, okay, I need glow-in-the-dark yellow paint and uh, uh, I think it was the shirt with black and blue diagonal stripes, and I need them in three hours. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. That's kind of intense. It's very stressing, yeah, but I mean, it's very fun. I mean, once you, well, it's not very fun. It's just, it's very, it's very, it's hell, basically. But once you finish and you see what you did, it's like, oh, look, I, you know, I put that lamp over there, you know, in the background, that was me. But uh, it's mm-hmm. a very intense uh, job because it's very demanding and you don't have schedules. Like, uh, I remember there was a, we did a project with a Coca-Cola and I was the coordinator of the project. So I got there at 6 a.m. on Saturday and left at 5 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, it's very stressful. But I mean, I guess, well, I mean, that is how the filming industry goes. So, I, I mean, you really have to love it if you want to be a productive assistant. And, yeah, and also, no, and the thing is, I mean, it's, it's the first step if you want to be in the filming industry. So it's like, it's something everybody has to do if you want to be, you know, producer or director. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's very intense and it doesn't pay well, but you learn a lot. It really sounds cool. Uh, Chris, do you want to take over again? Sure. Now that it sounds like I'm not uh, ruining the entire call. Um, <laughs> number four, uh, speaking of film, if you're able to create a film, one movie, what would it be? Uh, a movie. Donald Duck takes over Disneyland. <laughs> I would no, so, I really. Would... I really. I want a movie where Donald Duck just goes. You know, he go. He just gets sick of everything, and he just goes evil and takes over Disneyland. The only way I could see that happening is if Do- if Scrooge McDuck finally bites the dust and he leaves Donald Duck the will of his entire fortune, and with it, he buys Disneyland. <laughs> Alrighty, that would uh, number f- be fun. Number five. Have you ever had surgery? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, for appendicitis, when I was on my birthday, actually. Oh. Uh, when I was fifteen. Yeah, oh. I had a. I had a final exam that day, and it was an anatomy exam. So, <laughs> so I was at the hospital, and as I was, you know, getting like the radio, the radio, the, you know, the scan, I could tell every part of my body. So I was like, oh well, you know, thank you, anatomy. But yeah, so the next day was my birthday, and I spent it in the hospital. It was a bit sad, but you know, at least you know my appendicitis didn't explode, so that's good. Well, my appendix. Sorry, is that what it's called in English? Yes, I think so. I've been hearing you say appendicitis. Oh, uh, I know. It's just, I, appendicitis, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Sorry, my, my accent isn't like amazing all the time. <laughs> no worries. 
Number six, what's your favorite ships? Least favorite, doesn't it say? Oh, least favorite. <clears throat> Pass. Favorite ships? Pass. Pass. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, number seven. What about Daffy Duck? Uh, I really like Daffy Duck. Alrighty. Uh, number eight. Who's your least favorite of the main six? No one, really. I mean, I, I like them all uh, equally. So. Isn't it the main seven now? Oh, oh no. my it's god. Time. It's time to stop. It's time to stop. We're going to go to some questions from Snuffy now. Um, question number one. You'll have to excuse us rushing, but we're running low on time, so we're doing this. Uh, question number one. If you search all the stories on FinFic by rating, Once in a Purple Moon is just the second best of all time. How does that make you feel? Really? Oh. Wait. Yeah. I don't believe that. Well, uh, I don't have time to Google it, but if it is, I'm very happy because if that's true, that was a story that I was told was a terrible idea and that I shouldn't, I shouldn't do it. It was like too bad. It was, it wasn't good at all. And I stuck to my guns. Exactly. I stuck to my guns and posted it. So I'm very happy if that's true. All right. Uh, number two, how many acts of the enchanted library do you have planned? Uh, huh. there's one more act for part one, and then part two should be two acts, I think. So it's still not over yet, but it's like reaching the end for those of you interested in that. Number Although three. This... Oh, go ahead, please. No, well, it's okay. It's you can. Continue. I was just gonna move to the next question. So by all means, if you have more information on the Enchanted Library, we're dying to hear. Well, no, I was just going to say that for those are, uh, who are reading that they should get ready for Act 3 because it's going to be painful. Ooh. That's it. Ooh, that's a harsh warning. All yeah. right. Lube needed. Number, <laughs> number three, are changelings for the hugging or are they for the punching? For the hugging. Yes. Yay. The new ones or the old ones? Do you hug well, the, the black? New... Both, but I mean, I always think that the new ones can just like turn back, like they're shapeshifters. They can just shape back into how they were. Before. But you don't under... you don't understand, Mono. They're accepted. They don't need to change anymore. Oh my god, dude! Don't even. No, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop so much. <laughs> Number four, are are les ponies better than normal ponies? No, they're all. I like them all the same. They're all equally good or bad. All right. Uh, number five. Would the Rarity Twilight ship be better if both of them were gender bent? I don't know. I mean, she doesn't know what know. to do with them. She doesn't know what to do with the male parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I mean, if it's the same, um, if it's the same, well, it's the same personality at a course, so I, I mean, it doesn't really make a difference, though I would prefer them as they originally were. I think that's really Basically. fair. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Number six is um, the next few questions are all based on a scenario. Um, Discord sends you to Ponyville and you turn into an Earth Pony Stallion. Uh, question number six is you need a place to stay for the night in Ponyville. Whose door do you knock on? Fluttershy. Fair. No, Twilight. Uh, Twilight, because she's a princess, so she would, you know, it's her duty to help others. Ooh, I like that. Free, free room and board, easy. <laughs> oh, uh, you don't want to be my friend. Well, won't the princess be interested in hearing about this? <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Uh, you wake up in the guest bed and notice that your new body part is being very problematic in the morning. How you mm -hmm. manage to brush back those loose hairs from your tail? What? Uh, uh, now I'm lost. <laughs> How do I deal with my with my um uh, hem? Oh, with your my... tail. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, really <laughs> that was we, got, we, we got bamboozled. I'm lost. I know. Um. Uh. I. I would. I would brush it. I guess. I think. Okay. Um, number eight, you notice that your cutie mark is a stallion kissing another stallion. Is it time to leave a question or do you stay a few more days? <laughs> eh, I'll stay a few more days, I think. Well, fair I enough. Mean, you still got to meet Rarity anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. And then? Uh, number nine. Uh, Twilight tells you that you need to be uh, that to be able to go home, you need to embrace your destiny. Who's the first victim to receive smooches? Fancy pants. Oh, fancy pants. Also, please, please remember to refresh. Just want to make sure we don't miss any other questions. I am trying. Um, I know. I know. I know. Uh, we got about 20 minutes left. I'm, I'm trying to see how many questions we have left. Are we going to be able to get through all these? We may. We may. Well, the next questions are, uh, we've already answered, what's the reason you like Rarotwide? Um, so the next question, if I may ask Thanks. it, please. Oh, go ahead. The next question would be, have you read anything good lately? Yes. Uh, by, um, by Sign Wolf. He oh, He's yeah. recently posted a... It's an M-rated fic, though, and and human. I don't know, if, you know. That's fine. You go right. Uh, it's a uh, it's an alternate universe where uh, Twilight is um is a vampire, and it's really good. It's really, really, really amazing. Uh, like because science will the science writing is like just it's like so good. It so really if you is. have a chance of checking it out. I definitely, definitely, definitely super recommend it. And wait, the title is because I was I was reading it while he was writing it, so in my head it's still vampire fic. But it's very, very good. Uh, and it's called The Sickness Unto Death. So if you have a chance of reading it, I mean, if you like those kinds of uh, those rate those types of fics, then you really should. It's very good. All right, the and next... That's it, I think. 
The next question from Yo-Yo is, how many boops does it take to bippity-boppity-boop? Uh, many boops. You got a bippity-boppity-boop to the top? I guess. Perfect. Uh, did we already answer the what got her uh, mono into yeah, MLP? We did. Okay. We did, so. I figured I was probably away for that one. Uh, so then we'll skip down to the other other guy who asked a uh, fuck, kill, marry scenario of a Pegasus, a unicorn, and an earth pony. I don't want to kill anyone. I'll pass. Perfect. There you go. Um, now we have a question from Shaco, which uh, it seems like the salt was brought over here. Um, why did you even come to this podcast? Yeah, geez, that's pretty salty, man. That's super salty. Well, I was invited by very nice people, so here I am. Aww, you're so you nice. <laughs> We're very happy to have you on. All right, so uh, now we're going to what everyone has been waiting for. It's time, time. for questions with Vylon. <laughs> Who hurt you, Vylon? Yeah, um, uh, for our guest, Vylon. Now I'll never know what Vylon is. Yeah. Um. I'll try and fill in for Pencil a little bit while she is dead. Um, Vylon loves to... That's... Oh, she's back. I was saying, like, Vylon is answers asks some very strange questions. It's going to be distressing. Answer them as you're able. I wish you the best of luck. Godspeed. Okay. Question number one from Vylon is, why are lesbians so hot? Uh, because... Because they just are. That's a cop-out answer, but I don't care. Yes, because they are. Question number two. What do you think of the man who manually circumcised his grand... What the fuck? Manually circumcised his grandson, but instead of chopping off the foreskin, he missed and got the ball sack. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> ah. Ah. That's very bad aim. <laughs> Very that is like very, very bad aim. Oh. I told you they're they're are good ones today, boys. Do, oh, do I, I? How am I gonna just? Uh, I'll just go dead silent and pre-read it first. Like I have to read it as I say. Already. <laughs> go for it, pencil. Here we go. You are hopeless and you try to find a romantic partner online instead. Fortunately, you meet a guy who's really hot, and he agrees to meet with you for a date. This is it. This is what you've been dreaming for all your life. You do your best to look great for your meetup. You're even prepared to pay for everything. You do pay for everything, because unfortunately, the guy is not what he is supposed to be, and kidnaps you. You are then chained, raped, and used as a porn doll for everyone to see and online. Right. You are ruined. And you don't really care anymore, even if the cops eventually find out and rescue you. No one likes you before all this happened anyway. Will you try to look for a partner and be content if he's only after your body? Or will you just accept the fact that you're never going to experience genuine love and die alone? Holy shit. <laughs> that, that's a fucking... Jesus! I don't 
no, that's pretty. This coming pretty from the guy that wrote Parents Night Out. Yeah, Stop, guys. This <laughs> this is pretty tame to her previous work. Um, she, she's she's pretty weird, but this this is it could be worse. So there you go. Uh, uh let me read the question. I don't think we have more. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, I wouldn't die alone. I have my cat. That's, that was very there sad. That was very sad, but it's okay. No, no, that, that's that's probably one of the better answers you can give, honestly. Uh, go ahead, Priest. You can take over. Um, is the remastered version of DuckTales intro looking great so far? Uh, wait, he linked to something, which I'm assuming will be remastered. Well, but the new, okay. Well, the new DuckTales looks very nice. I haven't oh, seen the video. Oh my god, I clicked the I, link. Don't click the link. <laughs> don't click the link, sweet. <laughs> I won't click the link. Don't click the what link. What Her previous question makes sense now. Yep. Let's... <sighs> don't... Don't watch well, I'll, it. I'll pass. Then. Okay, good. Um, will it be more fun if dicks literally explode and regenerate like sea cucumbers? Well, I mean, I I feel bad I forgot for uh people with dicks, but that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> do You're we have fine. like do we have like the G virus that it just regenerates like that? Um, God. The next question. Oh God. The next question is: Would you rather be raped or infibulated? I don't even know what infibulated is, but I'm scared to have it in my search history. Uh, neither. That is, is the correct statement. Is infibulated that? Oh wait, no, that's defibulating. Never mind. I definitely didn't want that in my search history. Oh, the images. You, you looked it up. I would have told you, Priest. Oh. <laughs> and then finally, the last question is, um, I suppose I'll say it like the meme. Catch me outside. How about that? <gasps> I know that video. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Well. I will catch you outside. Well, <laughs> as we said before, I ca I caught the other person, so I'll catch you too, I guess. Dude. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it. Uh, and that's all of Vylon's questions. Um, you did it. You made it through the violent questions. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And now we're going to a question from Sixth Killer, which just seems only relevant after all that. Did they warn you about this band of lunatics beforehand? No, I mean some people seem see some people seem cautious when I told them, but so far it's so good. So I'm far it's very nice. I'm having a great time. I'm glad. I did try to warn you. We're all gonna go out on a nice ride on my white van after this, right? <laughs> well, you have a candy, right? Of course. Okay, perfect. Um, now we're going to questions from Tony Montana. <laughs> Tony Montana asks. What is genre of story that you love to read but just can't write for whatever reason? Mm, I have the opposite, rather, because there's not something I don't I, I love but I can't write. But there is something I love to write but I can't read, which is I can't read drama fixed. Oh, interesting. 
Like, I huh. mean, I'll love to make people suffer, but if you make me suffer, then it's not fun anymore. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Um, I suppose we kind of touched on this. Uh, are there any ships you wish were more popular? Any that are overrated? Well, yeah, I think we all. Uh, well, I think um, Twijack, I think should be more popular because it's a nice ship, and I barely see any of it. Hmm. Uh, and um, and I'd say Raritai, but it's already pretty popular. Well, not pretty popular, but it's 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 okay. And any that are overrated, I'll will pass that question. Ooh, strong feelings, clearly. <laughs> uh, next question: uh, Does two plus two equal five? No, no, at least not in this universe. I think there are four lights. Anyway, uh, and then for the cast, oh, if. If Violin and Pencil were in a room together, would that legally be uh, defined as a weapon of mass discomfort? <laughs> what do you guys think? No, I'd be laughing my ass off the entire time because just listening to the conversation would be worth anything I'd have to pay to be there. I don't know. Comparing with what Violon just tr attempted right now and if Pencil were to even get involved in that. <laughs> I could be helpful. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm not scared of of them in the same room. I'm scared of the scheme that could be created. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid of the results. <laughs> so, um, now we'll move to the next question from Swansong. Swansong asks, what are you wearing? Love, Swan. Oh. What am I wearing? Totally a... <laughs> About <laughs> well, you hear the laughs only... in the background. He's only hear... laughing because he's in front of me. Um, They're friends. I'm Her wearing. Friend. I'm wearing jeans and a rarity T-shirt oh, because no. trash. I was so sure they were laughing because you weren't wearing any clothes. Joke was on us. <laughs> <laughs> well, be sure to tell Swan and Folk we said hi. Uh, they say hi. Oh, they, they do. Now we'll go to our second to last question asker. Uh, it is Cooper Snuggles. Uh, question number one is, as someone who's against most ships, why should we give uh, shipping a try? And why specifically Rare Try? Uh, I, think, I think it's not so much because it's shipping, but it's because it's a relationship, it's a dynamic. Uh, I mean, the thing is, uh, somebody wants to ask me why I write so much about for the ship, but the thing is, like, I see so much potential in it as a because that they're two characters, very well developed characters who can be in a, a lot of different scenarios, and that's what that's what's interesting. I mean, it's not really why should you, why should you give a ship a try? It's why should you give a dynamic a try? And again, uh, I think uh, why I mean, I already said why I. I think Raritai is interesting, so. But yeah, I think it's more like you, not so much shipping as it is a dynamic uh, to, to characters interacting as any, because everything is, and every story is interaction between characters. If that makes sense. 
No, no that makes total sense. sense. Absolutely. Uh, question number two from Cuber Snuggles is: You have three minutes in Equestria. What do you do? Go to Rarity and cry over how wonderful she is. <laughs> this just knock on her like, "Hi, I love you." Like sob and then vanish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just you know, go sob and just cry because she's so fabulous, and then leave forever. I want to see the 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 story about her, like from her perspective, seeing this happen, and she just doesn't know how to handle it after that. Hey, that and could this, be your intro to the HIE. And this strange woman just snips a bit of her hair, and runs off with it. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, the final. Oh gosh, I I just refreshed, and there's more stuff. Um. Now we have a question from King Moriarty, Moriarty, who asks, can I do 50 Shades of Generosity for you so that you can put more energy into that Rare Lestia ship? I'm going to answer. No, you let her do this. I want to see what she does. Okay. Well, I mean, I can do both. So I have the power for both. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm doing another refresh to make sure I'm not missing anything before we go down to your friends who are clearly trolling you. Uh, <laughs> nope, this is all we have. One more question from Swan Song. When will Rava Ra and Twirely has the Kisu? Uh, they will have the Kisu <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I'm assuming he means uh, Enchanted Library, so that's in the next in part two and it will be a very good kisu Ooh. very good kisu eh? she's trolling us they're just gonna exchange hershey's kisses just watch <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you figured out my master plan oh oh well it's okay it's fine stick to your guns like we were saying earlier write what you want to write i'll write my hershey's kisses <laughs> Alrighty, that is all the questions that we have for this week's podcast. Um, Mono, thank you so much for coming on. We all had a really, really good time, even despite yeah. the technical difficulties. You were wonderful to have on. You put up with us like a champ. Um, I would say let's give a round of applause for Mono, but we yeah. can't really clap on a podcast. Oh, but th thank you so much for having me. It was really fun, and uh, and, and you all, I really had a nice time. So thank you a lot. Really, is there anything? As a last thing that you'd like to tell your readers, like any last message you'd really like to leave them with? Um, well, I'd like to say, uh, say that thank you a lot for supporting me. It's uh, it's helped me through some really hard times in my life. And uh, I hope they continue doing my stories. And if they write, I hope they keep doing it and that they always write because it's something they love. And that again, their shipping choice, their shipping choices are A plus. And I think that's it. Oh, and also hi to Swan because he says so. Okay. <laughs> and, that, yeah. and and thank you again for having me. I Not really, really appreciate it. Of course, happy to. Well, that's all the time that we have for this week. Thank you everyone for watching the Good HIE podcast. This has been a non pencil. I love all of you right now. Enigmatic Otaku. I am indifferent. Milk. I still can't speak Spanish.
Ravage. I'm afraid that Pencil actually loves all of you, so... Chat Penguins, Chat Penguin Lift stopped in and then died. And of course, our wonderful guest, Monochromatic. Thank you, and see you soon. <laughs> My name is Flutter Priest. Have a great weekend, everyone. Go get drunk on a Thursday. Woo!